Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And today is officially the last day that I'll keep talking about the official after show because if you haven't heard the big announcement, which by the way, Jeff kept on teasing it as Julian Brandy's big announcement, but really, wasn't it his? Like, didn't we learn just then about Radio Jeff? Jeff channel, app channel, video vlog, whatever. Um, But so it was just weird that it kept on being like Julian Brandy's announcement. And then it was like, yeah, they have shows, but it's on your platform. But we learned that one of Julian Brandy's shows that they will be hosting is the official Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And I have finally figured out, pinpointed, found the needle in the haystack of why this is driving me so crazy. Like, why does this feel so bad? Why did I feel like I got punched in the stomach, basically, when I heard the news? And now I know why. Okay, so I... If you know anything about Splash Assess, you know that I'm big on names. And also as a person, I'm big on just being fucking original. Like I am not a leader or a follower. I can be both of those, but I prefer to be a lone fucking wolf. Like I don't like to do the same thing that everybody else is doing. Hence the fact that I started the unofficial after show because I wanted to, I wanted one and I am now on episode 43. Okay. Week 10. I sold myself short the other day. It's week 10. Anyways, so I have been marketing and opening every single show and putting this everywhere that it's the unofficial after show for the past 43 episodes. And now starting on Monday, they're marketing theirs as the official after show. Like, it's just strange to me, right? Because many shows have after shows. And again, Jeff Lewis, like I wanted Brandy and Julie to get their own show. If you listen to the day before they made the big announcement, I predicted that they were going to get a show. I just didn't know it'd be called the fucking official after show. And so hear me out because on Married at First Sight, say right after that, they have the Married at First Sight after show. They used to have Vanderpump Rules and Julie and Brandy hosted the Vanderpump Rules after show. Like it's always just called the after show. But for some reason, they decided to make it the official after show. Like, why did they toss in that word as well? Big networks don't need to say official because it already is official just by them being able to market through Sirius XM. Like, and Julie and Brandy, even though they claim that they're being paid squabble, they still have an entire corporation of marketing, editing, production, advertisements, like all of those divisions, everything that I have to do solo. So it feels extra personal when they throw in the official in there as in we see this bitch doing the unofficial one so let's raise her the official one except this isn't like a fucking poker game this is just my dream fucking job at stake 
But now since they get to do it officially and they're marketing it as official instead of, again, just being the Jeff Lewis live after show, like I don't get the official word. And so now I'm going to have to change my whole fucking thing because now I just look like the lame knockoff version. And that's not true. I work my ass off five days a fucking week. Okay. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I love you. But it's just, again, I don't like when people are doing the same thing as me. So now because they use the word official, I'm going to have to change my marketing to uh, probably the original Jeff Lewis live after show. Okay. They can't take that away from me at least. And so it's like now I'm in my 43rd episode and I have to change my shit. Like, why couldn't they have just done uh, whatever? No, everyone can do what they want. And again, I am genuinely happy. It. I know Julie and Brandy are going to take calls. We have different formats. I like mine. So I guess what I'm saying is, yes, I have come full circle in faking happiness to now genuinely meaning it. I really do. So I am officially congratulating Jeff and Julie and Brandy and really all of the chums who will keep raking in the dough for Sirius XM. I won't have time to listen, but I know they will kill it. Now I will warn the girls that while it's super fun to listen to Jeff Lewis all the time, it is a whole nother beast to talk about it constantly five days a week. So honestly, if they need to vent, I'm here for them. I am here for you too. Splash Assess Podcast at gmail.com. Woo! All right. Now getting into the Friday, June 9th episode of Jeff Lewis Live. We had Gina Rodriguez. We had Megan Weaver. And we had Shane Doug. Bless. We start off by reflecting on Megan's wildly successful modeling career back in the day. She was considered a plus-size model, <laughs> which is ridiculous. We all know, Megan, you're queen. And Jeff goes, yeah, if you were 10 pounds overweight in the 70s and 80s, you were considered plus-size. And Megan instantly shoots back, and the 90s and 2000s. <laughs> So true. So true. Like now with all this Ozempic and Manjaro in the 2020s, if you're 10 pounds underweight, you are now considered plus size. Okay. That's where it feels like we're getting to. No, for real though. I grew up a max 10 pounds overweight, just like Jeff said. And so I, I guess I was plus size according to society standards and at a size six, mind you. And my sister called me chubs. For the first half of my life, it was drilled in my head that I was chubs. So obviously, I called her thunder thighs in retaliation, as one does. Now, in JLL world, we talked about breastfeeding. Oh my god, you guys. No. No. Okay, Gina Rodriguez. I understand every family is different. And more than that, every generation is different. This is true. This is true. That did not, that did not matter when Gina said that when her dad was growing up, he breastfed until he was nine. <gasps> what? Nine. Okay. All right. No judge, no judge Judy here. Again, I'm just a shocked Sally. Okay. I literally spit my fucking kombucha out into my cat's eyes. I will not be forgiven for another four hours or unless I feed him for the umpteenth time of the day. Now a disclaimer. I understand again, it's nature, everyone's culture, lifestyles are different. Totally. Um, <laughs> however, if I saw a nine-year-old boy 
go from shooting hoops with his friends in the park, trading Pokemon cards, doing all that, and then run over to his mom and ask for a snack and she whips out her tit? Like, I don't know how to not stop my natural reaction, which is to whip out my phone and call 911. Like, what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Except, no, I'm sorry, again, that's so judgy of me. Again, this is, when I say what the fuck, I'm just in shock, okay? But once that wears off, I will still be shocked that... Nine-year-olds are drinking. But again, you know, Gina was saying that with her own son, they have a great connection and she's going to let him ride it out. And, you know, he might surpass grandpa and make it to 10. Who knows? But I am here for the updates. Okay, but when they start talking about how nutritious breast milk is for you, which we did a couple of shows ago, you guys, I am really, I, I joked about lattes and Starbucks lattes. I actually joked about that in my Instagram caption. I know I tell you to watch my stories, but also my captions are where the real sass happens. Anyways, I am really starting to become petrified that breast milk lattes will be the next craze. Like, is Jeff secretly teaming up with Starbucks or something? Did he finally get an advertiser on the line that he's not going to fuck up this opportunity? And now he keeps talking up breast milk so that we all like get into it. And I don't know. He's just been really advertising for breast milk this week. And clearly if there were breast milk lattes, Jeff would obviously be a customer because he, (laughs) he asked Gina live on air for some of her milk. I'm shocked he stopped there though. Cause he was like later, you know, like later we can do this. I figured he would ask to personally breastfeed from her to get it in the most pure, fresh form possible. Like, why stop at nine years old? Why not 49? Or however old Jeffrey is. No, I know he's older than that. I'm just sucking up for the time being. Gina met her husband because he played a stripper on her show. Love that. He's a muay toy. <laughs> muay toy. I don't know why that just uh, made me gig. But he's a muay. Because I'm saying it so fucking weird. Why am I saying muay? He's a Mai Tai wrestler. He's a Mai Tai wrestler. Uh, She's always scared that he's going to wake up and be like, what the fuck am I doing sleeping next to this troll? Because apparently he looks like Fabio, or at least Gina's version of Fabio. And I loved when she said that because of course he isn't. Like what was Gina is absolutely gorgeous, but that had to be the most relatable thing ever to be like, When is the person I'm dating going to notice that I am an absolute troll? I am a troll that was born in the medieval times and somehow like survived the bubonic plague. And now I'm here and I look sickly when I wake up in the morning in a red nose and pale face. Just me? I don't know. Whatever. Summer's coming. I'm about to get tan as fuck. And then we all look better. We all look beautiful tan. Okay. We all look beautiful tan. So Gina, if anything, just keep on getting tanner and tanner and your husband will keep on waking up and being like, oh my gosh, I, I'm the one that won the lottery, even though he's already thinking that. Now, Gina is working with Jeff on a Hollywood house lift. I'm just sucking up to everyone, by the way. Um, Gina is working with Jeff, um, which makes me so much more excited for the season. 
Jaina, the new season of Hollywood Housewives, because now I love Jaina. I love you, girl. But Jeff interrupts foreplay with her husband at their house because Jeff basically works like the cable guy and gives you the biggest window of time ever for his estimated arrival. Like, oh, we'll be there between the hours of 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. sometime Monday through Friday. Like, what the what the fuck? What do you mean? You're filming. This should be scheduled out. But it did lead us into the subject of Megan and her boyfriend Ben's sex life. I fucking love Megan. I missed her so much. I just want to drink a glass of wine with her every day. Like that is just my dream life. So Megan starts saying how her and Ben are at the six year mark and they're starting to get a little stagnant. And this is the point where they got to figure out like, are we going to move on separately or are we going to start having amazing sex again, basically to which (laughs) all of us listeners probably made whatever face Jeff did that prompted Megan to be like, what, why do you look so concerned, Jeff? What? (laughs) What do you mean, Megan? You literally just told us that y'all are at a fork in the road over fucking. You're at a fuck in the road, at a fucking fork in the road. What do you mean? Why is he concerned? We are all concerned because we love you and we want you to be happy. And you just said you're not doing that great. But then we also do find out that Megan and Ben got into a big fight. So that's kind of adding to the sass. Now, the reason <laughs> the reason they're feuding, see, this feud between Megan and Ben is legit. The one between Jeff and Andy, petty as fuck. Um, but Ben basically left the car unlocked and somebody robbed them blind. Because apparently Megan's boyfriend, Jeff's boyfriend, and Gina's hubby all leave their cars unlocked. What the actual fuck, people? You, you guys are in California. Like, consider my mind blown that you wouldn't have fucking padlocks on your... Like, what do you mean? I wouldn't even just trust locking it. I would put a boot on my car in my own driveway with the way they portray y'all in the fucking news, okay? So anyways, Megan, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) sorry that you got robbed because of Ben's actions. And Ben, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry that unfortunately it also robbed you access to Megan's Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know why I just used that word for a vagina, but it just, I can't say that about Megan. So I just, I don't know, like Golden Gate. It's just her Golden Gate. All right, so nothing annoys Gina about her husband, Joe, because he's just a good person. He's just a good person. Even if he leaves the door unlocked, he's a good person. Eh, false. Nope, that is not the reason why. It is fucking pretty privilege, which we kind of call out, but not fully. That is straight up pretty privilege. Her husband, Joe, is so fucking beautiful that no matter what he does, it's okay. It's okay that we got robbed blind because I still get to make out with your face at night. Unfortunately, (laughs) it doesn't feel as though Megan's feeling the same. That's why we are a little concerned, Meg, but we love you. Ew, I just called you Meg. (gasps) I've never, I no, I don't, I love nicknames. I didn't like that. I don't know. I didn't like that at all. I'm so sorry. My deepest apologies. So anyways, apparently Frank, Jameson's boy Frank, has pretty privilege too because Megan saw his picture for the first time live on air. We love a live reveal. And she was ogling. 
oogling, googling. Um, so Jameson is very much into Frank, who is performing at the men's choir this weekend, so they will not be able to Netflix and chill. Uh, guys, so unsolicited opinion. Look, I wish the best for them, but it makes me very hesitant to have another weekend without a sleepover. Like, I get that he's saying that Frank's busy and everyone's, I get it, the choir, he's actually is busy, but, um... Do you remember Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, that guy who cheated on his girlfriend of, or yeah, of nine years that he was living with, with another girl? Like he had, he had a band, a business, two restaurants, a girlfriend at home, a girlfriend on the side. I'm just saying like, you can make time for what you want to make time for, especially when something is so new. Like this is the time when you would think he would be like, fuck it. Like, even though I just worked on that and I'm exhausted and all of this, like, I just want to go hang out with Jameson and just like snuggle in his bed and watch Vanderpump Rules because Jameson's never watched it and he needs to. But anyways, so Jameson is in love with Frank's soul. So I hope it all works out. I really do. I wish the best for everyone. Have I not made that clear? Last night, there was a cooking kibbit shindig. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff had a wardrobe malfunction live on Instagram, as in he showed a little plumber's crack, or as Gina puts it, butt cleavage. Love that. But then Jameson lets us know this little deet. It wasn't just Jeff's pants, like his underwear slipped right off of him too. Your undies too? What the fuck is going on over there? Jeff, if you wore those tight leggings like Kanye West has been this year, that that would never happen. Never would have happened. Easy solution to butt cleavage, Shane. (laughs) Please order Jeff a pair of spandex. (laughs) Actually, if you really want to prevent butt cleavage, I'm not joking. Order him some maternity leggings. They make maternity jeans, maternity leggings, and it basically has like a whole spank section for your stomach, just like an extra layer to tuck your tummy into, your own personal tummy tuck. So there you go. You're going to be looking (laughs) stylish in no time, Jeff. Now we talk about fun drugs. Megan likes propofol during colonoscopies. Whenever I hear propofol, I think of the uh, Nicki Minaj verse where she's like, propofol, I know they hope I fool, but tell them winning is my motherfucking protocol. Anyways, Jeff likes ketamine during therapy. Gina likes laughing gas during dentistry. Personally, I like anything at any time. Yes to all of the above. Yes to anything more. Whatever. I am happy and love life sober. So let's see shit get weird and more interesting on some fun things. Allegedly, maybe. Be safe, everyone, okay? Um, so Megan cannot sell her minivan yet because she lost the title. Doesn't it suck to lose your title? Yeah, officially lose your title to officially you. Yeah, I understand, Megan. I understand. We run through Gina's philanthropic resume. Jeff Jeff goes, wow, you really like giving back, huh? Like you actually enjoy it because you keep on doing it. And Gina's like, yes, absolutely. I try my best. Give back to my community. To which Megan and Jeff give the absolute best classic synchronized response ever. Gina's like, yes, I love charity. (laughs) Megan and Jeff both at the exact same time, exact same tone go, huh. (laughs) Huh. I didn't know people 
actually enjoyed it. I thought it was just for the reputation. Moving on to reputations, Shane and Jeff are going to Paris next week, but unfortunately, Shane has smoldered his reputation this past week by making one mistake, one mistake. But of course, now Jeff is holding the trip over his head. He might take his new foster child, Keen, Kian, Kian instead, Keen, Keanu. So basically, Shane went to a movie premiere and forgot to do something for Jeff. And it worries Jeff. This is especially triggering. So for Shane, he's like, yo, it's one mistake. Like, sorry, bro. Things happen. I'm human. Okay. But for Jeff, it's an extra layer because Shane was at a movie premiere and Jeff always feels like his assistants want to go Hollywood. One of them ended up working for Kris Jenner. One of them, or he already did. And then he went back to her. And then we obviously know that Carrie Lewis Berkman's sister. Oh my God. Why can't I remember her name? <gasps> she was on Flipping Out. She was uh, iconic on it. Carrie Berkman's sister. Oh, shit. I was about to say she's a celebrity, too, but now I can't even. Classic. All right. So anyways, basically, Jeff just wants Shane to stay focused. He knows he's humble. Stay focused. Jeff needs all of his employees right now to stay on the ball because they're kind of dropping like flies. They're dropping like flies. Nancy gave her notice of resignation. <gasps> she's the house manager. RIP. We'll miss you, Nance. Um, Jeff, no need to look any further for a new house manager, though. I actually worked as a residential caretaker. You guys, did you know that's a thing? You know, there's like nurse caretakers and like human caretakers. I was a residential one. Like I took care of houses to make sure that they were always happy and healthy. I can do that for Chateau Lewis. And this was for millionaires slash billionaires. Okay, so I'm used to crazy shit. Now we go through the guest lineup for next week. Now, I don't know if I just had too much like cat fur in my ears or what, but did they say that Jody Sweden is going to be on? As in Stephanie Tanner from Full House? As in the how fucking rude girl? How rude. If that is true, I am so fucking excited. Oh my God. Can I just say that Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are like my dream friends. We don't need to talk about their past. I don't care. I'm not going to ask them about celebrities. I'm not going to ask them about anything. I literally just want to get to know them. Like they were everything during my childhood. I fucking love them. And I felt like they were my friends that disappeared. And I just want to get to know them on a personal level. In Andy Cohen's book, actually, I one of them, not daddy diaries that I am now I'm fucking now promoting it look at me go but one of his other ones he went on a yacht and Ashley Olsen was a guest on it too with his friends and I have never been more jealous of Andy Cohen in my life so next on JLL we had caller Jim oh my god Jim Jim talk about the sass so Jim asks if Frank is such an amazing person and a total hottie and this great amazing catch why is he into Jameson? <gasps> what the fuck? How rude. Oh, we just talked about Stephanie Tanner. How motherfucking rude. I hope that Stephanie Tanner records that, Jody Sweden, for a sound clip that JLL can play again and again for caller Jim. Because <gasps> according to Jim, he thinks that Frank is too good for Jameson. Just because Jameson's a bizarre, eccentric, odd little bird. And again, I'm I'm also a little worried about this relationship because Jameson really likes Frank and I just feel like Frank 
also really likes Jameson, but also really likes other people as well. But again, what do I know? What do I know? So I know next on JLL, we talked about the shark attack in the Bahamas because there was another shark attack in Egypt where a kid got eaten in front of his dad. He was 23, but still, that's a kid forever kid. He could have still been breastfeeding on his mom. We don't know. We don't judge people here. Um, but anyways, I understand that they like to talk about the shark attacks, but the fact that they did not bring up the most shocking news story of our generation that occurred today, last night, you guys breaking news on splash of sass. Okay. Las Vegas police spotted a UFO and residents in Las Vegas officially said that they saw aliens in their backyard. Okay. This isn't just orbs. It's not lights flashing in the sky, moving quickly. They were like, there's something in our backyard. They are eight to 10 feet tall. They have giant blinking eyes and mouths that like, they look like a version of humans that are nothing like a human. And we are petrified. Now, I don't know why there isn't footage of this or like pictures, or maybe there is, and it's all hush, hush under wraps, but we are not alone. We are not alone. We are not alone on this planet and we are no longer alone recapping Jeff Lewis Live because as of Monday, we got two recaps going on. And I appreciate you guys so much. I genuinely love doing this. I love that you guys are listening and feel free to, oh, can you tell some friends? Like send this to people and be like, yo, just fucking listen, please. Thank you. Um, Subscribe, like, listen to my story, watch my story, all of that shit. Um, And we will be back on Monday. Have the best weekend ever. I love you guys so much. Bye. Splash. Splash, splash. Splash your sass. Splash your sass.